everyone. My name is Lou, and welcome to my podcast called Anatomy Follows Physiology. Um, today we're going to be con- d- uh, discussing compact bone um, and uh, comparing it to spongy bone. Compact bone um, functions to protect, support, and resist stress. Um, it's very dense, whereas spongy bone provides some support and stores marrow. It's more porous. Um, Microscopically, uh, the basic functional unit of mature compact bone is called the osteon, or the haversion system. Um, This is where the osteocytes are arranged in concentric layers around um, a vascular central canal, or haversion canal. And if you look at a picture of uh, the osteon, or uh, multiple osteon, in uh, osseous tissue, you'll see it kind of has like a hole in the middle with uh, some blood vessels in there, and around it is these um, ring-like circles kind of uh, jutting out from it, the center. And that's the osteon, and inside those rings are little holes, black holes that uh, are actually where chondrocytes lived. Uh, it called lacunae. Uh, the those, the central canal um, actually carries blood to and from the osteon, um, and they generally run parallel to the surface of the bone. Um, if you look more perpendicularly, there's a perforating canals that kind of jut inward. Um, it's also called the Volksmann canals, and you could think of it almost like a Volkswagen, where it's kind of driving laterally into the um, uh, the canal, the central canal. Um, the layers that surround the osteon um, is a bone matrix. Uh, it's basically the bone matrix forming layers called lamellae. Um, you know, lamella like a thin plate. Um, there's different kinds of lamellae. The ones that surround the osteon, kind of like a tree with rings, uh, is called the concentric lamellae. Uh, creating sort of like this almost target-like pattern and the cent- with the central canal is the bullseye. Um, and it's uh, actually collagen fibers within each lamella that form the spiral pattern that kind of adds strength and resiliency. Um, and then the, the lamellae that fills in the space in between the osteons and compact bone, that's called interstitial lamellae, intermeeting in between. So it's the lamellae in between the osteons, kind of filling up that space. And the third and last kind of lamellae is circumferential lamellae, uh, which is found at the outer and inner surfaces of the bone. It's really where the periosteum and endosteum are. Um, they And uh, that's the part of the um, this membrane that kind of surrounds the bone. Um, so that's where you would find circumferential lamellae. Um, and they're produced during the growth of bone. And just a correction, the lacunae that's within the lamellae, that's actually where the mature bone cells called osteocytes live. Um, and they um, help to maintain the bone tissue. And then there's sort of these really tiny lines that jut out from the center of the osteon and kind of uh, pass perpendicularly through the lamellae, um, and then these are called canaliculi. 
Um, they extend in many directions from the lacunae, and they form connections with other lacunae um, and the central canal to provide intercellular communication and also serve as passageways so that osteocytes can have some nutrients delivered to them. And I think it's also to note, as we wrap up compact bone structure, that it's thickest where stresses are applied from a number of directions. So, I mean, all the osteons in compact bone are aligned the same. They kind of are lined parallel to one another, especially in long bone in the diaphysis, long to the axis of the shaft. And that's kind of why it doesn't bend um, when, you know, extreme forces are applied to either end of the, of the, the long bone. And that's why it can withstand your body weight, you know, 10, at least even more than 10 to 15 times the body's weight without breaking, you know, if we look at weight applied in a parallel manner, um, vertically. Whereas if we, but if you have a sudden force that's applied kind of horizontally to the bone, then that's where the bone can break. Um, so just think of the bone kind of, all these osteons are arranged as like drinking straws. And um, that's, you know, lined up straight. So uh, kind, of, kind of like you would put it in your drink. Well, next up, we're going to cover spongy bone structure. Um, and in spongy bone structure, the lamellae are not arranged in osteons. There's actually no osteons present. Um, they, what you'll find in spongy bone and kind of what gives it its spongy-like look or texture, that sort of spacey uh, kind of por uh, porous uh, matrix kind of looks like a bunch of tangled up spongy fibers, is called trabeculae. Um, it's sort of just this meshwork of, of uh, com supporting bundles of fiber. And it's uh, found where bones are not heavily stressed. Um, and where stresses can originate from many different directions. It's less dense than compact bone, which helps reduce the weight of the skeleton and makes it easier for the muscles to move those bones. There's no capillaries um, in the matrix of spongy bone, so instead it kind of um, makes uh, contains red bone marrow, which makes blood cells. And the, um, the sort of trabeculae framework is actually really great for supporting and protecting the cells of the bone marrow. And so so osteocytes that are, that are not in the spongy bone kind of get their nutrients by diffusion along the caniliculi um, that open onto the surfaces of the trabeculae. Um, so they deliver, and they deliver nutrients and remove waste for the osteocytes through the caniculi that um, opens up onto the surfaces of trabeculae. Um, and also spongy bone contains, um, or may contain, yellow bone marrow, um, well, which is basically adipose tissue or fatty tissue, um, just mainly as an important ener energy reserve. And that pretty much sums our comparison of compact and spongy bone. Thank you so much. Stay tuned for how bones are formed.